90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Hey, you guys. How are you? Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's Hello. Uh, 90s Now. As you just heard, Kelly, Sharon, and Adam. How are you guys? We're good, you? Ah, no complaints. Wait till I get to our listener mail this week. Uh-oh. Ooh, we've got a mailbag feature. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so that'll be thrilling later on in the show. I'm super excited about it, I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Is it new? Is it new. an old pal? New. New. Well, wow. some, a new, a couple of new messages from some people that we know, but a very, a very stunning one, if you will. Oh, I will. Yeah. Can't wait to hear that. <laughs> you watch it. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to unpack, as they say. Uh, Adam says he wants to, wants to talk about Mary J, so we'll do that and the whole Billboard Awards. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a quick it's a it's a quick insert I need to mention. Well, I I wish you had mentioned it last week, so that way I would have remembered that the show was on. That <laughs> would have helped me. <laughs> Guess who realized that the show was on when he accidentally tuned into the show on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, amazing. Hey, eh? we talked about that. Uh, we talked about the Billboard Awards uh, weeks ago on mm-hmm. the show, and it's almost like in my mind, it's like it's it's we forgot up. about it totally. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, sorry, I'm hearing noises and I'm thinking it couldn't be one of my dogs. And yet it is. Uh, <laughs> I thought it might have we'll been your right knee. <laughs> Good. Maybe that's why I'm confused. Um, we're going to talk about Winona Judd because she will play on. We've got some, uh, well, a bit of surprising information about the Gallagher brothers that actually shouldn't be surprising at all. Um, a new record label means that, uh, well, it's another venture for P. Diddy and another name. Yeah. No, not, yeah, name change even. So we'll get into that. We got Kelly's trivia, got a 90s rewind coming up too that'll take us back to the very beginning of our favorite decade. Um, and there's a new Metallica fan in the world. Hang on. Really? <laughs> Was that your Hold left on. knee, Sharon? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I talk to my knees now. <laughs> uh, so this new Metallica fan made his debut at a Metallica concert. This is when a, uh, a woman named Joyce at a show in Brazil went into labor. Mm-hmm. They brought her backstage. She had the baby during Enter Sandman. <laughs> and wow. on we go. Now, the story gets better. Um but sidebar for a second, the fact that on her social media post, she sort of alluded to the idea that who thought this could happen? She was 39 weeks pregnant. <laughs> and so, she went to the show. Exactly. So I think a lot of people would have thought that could happen at that stage of your pregnancy. Anything can happen, like babies being born, which is exactly what happened. Um, but even better than that, after uh, giving birth to her brand new baby boy at a Metallica show... One member of Metallica made a phone call. James Hetfield mm. called them to congratulate them. Isn't that that's amazing? That's pretty sick. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's like the host of the best party in town calling to make sure that you had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and a good baby. Exactly. So I- they've got a bouncing baby boy and uh, nowhere in sight is, uh, is Sandman a middle name, according to what we read, right? But mm. nice. you never know. Maybe Maybe James or... Or uh, Lars or Kirk or Robert might be featured as a middle name. We'll see. I um, talked about this story on uh, 
my radio station that I was on this weekend, uh, even though it's not a rock station, but it, this is such a universal story of like yeah. who goes to a concert and, <laughs> you know, has this transpire. But um, I actually told my audience at the end, I said, if you're looking for a way to make sure baby arrives quickly uh, around your, your, your due date, I'm like, Buffalo, New York, they'll be here in late August. So that's the closest <laughs> place to us in Montreal. So I think Metallica should start... Um, you know, promoting that they induce labor. That, that could work. <laughs> the other fun thing about, um, well, it's not fun, uh, about James Hetfield is that uh, on the radio station where I work, uh, which is down the hall from where Kelly works, uh, we are a rock station. So uh, any Metallica news is news for us. Um, but when it comes to James Hetfield being honest and open uh, about his feelings, I'm not sure that the genre of music in the heavier side of things for rock and roll allows for that sort of uh, openness. So it was an important message that he recently made uh, and it made all the rounds of, you know, audio clippage in the world where he shared that he admitted that sometimes he has uh, self doubt and that the guys in the band support him all the way. So what is important, I think, in, in my opinion, is that it's a nice message for sure, to be honest like that. He did this at a concert. So on stage sort of just opened his heart a little bit and said, I have a tough time sometimes, but my my brothers in the band helped me out. Uh, I think it's really important for, for people to hear that even the perceived tough guys have a hard time and that they know that it's important to talk about it. So good on James Hetfield for being honest and sharing his feelings. And that's like a testament to, I think, his... Um uh, evolvement, if you will, as a human, because his evolution, his evolution, yeah, because yeah. he, I don't think twenty years ago he would have said that. Oh, probably not. I think twenty years ago he would have would have drank his feelings away. I thought you were going to say was... punched us in the face, and that, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> feelings, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's my feelings. Yeah. So that's good. Tough guy makes good, and he's the guy that makes the phone call to say congratulations on your new it's baby. Funny, it's funny because when I read that part, it's not that I wouldn't have thought he would have made that call because I, I would have thought, you know, he would have thought it was cool, but I felt like that was like more of a Lars thing maybe. Well, you know what? James Hetfield is a dad to, I think, three, at least three. Including so. Castor Oil. <laughs> <laughs> Castor Hetfield. Um, so he knows, I think, what it's like to go down that road. I'm not sure if any if his uh, wife had any of their kids at a show. <laughs> Imagine she's like, I just want this out. And so they start playing it. <laughs> Turn that racket down. I'm trying to concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, that's a pretty solid start. Yep. Uh, let's, uh, what do you think, uh, trivia, Kyle? I'm got ready. Me? I think we're ready. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bang. One of my favorite parts of our show when Adam and Yay. Sharon don't get things right. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's supportive. That not is so mean. <laughs> um, so this one is under the pop culture banner of the flashy cards. Okay. I don't, this is like fighting salmon color. I'm not a I'm not really a fan. Yeah. Um which slamming 90s phrase was accompanied by a hand gesture. Sharon loves those. A hand gesture using your thumbs and index fingers to form a W. Whoa, say that again. So which slamming 90s phrase was accompanied by a hand gesture using your thumbs and index fingers to form a W? Sharon. Go. 
Word to your mother. <laughs> I know vanilla ice was popular, but maybe not that popular. Not that slamming. <laughs> that was slamming, but incorrect. Oh, Adam. Was it? Was it? Was a. Oh, close. <laughs> really? That, that would have been a great guess. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and people would do the hand gesture? I've never seen that or heard that ever. I didn't either. Whatever. If we did that, we'd probably, you know, people would, you know, slow down to give us a lift maybe. I'm going to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to stop using it now. Okay. <laughs> As you should. Um, all right. This next one under the sport banner. Um oh. I don't think I asked this one last week. Correct me if I'm wrong. Which oh, NFL we will. Team, <laughs> which NFL team ended a 14-year absence from the playoffs in 1997? A 14-year absence. So yeah, so they had wow, not been in the NFL lot. playoffs for 14 years and then Sharon. 1997, watch out. Sharon. Go. Buffalo Bills. Ooh, close. No. Actually not close at all even. Adam. <laughs> I was about to say the Miami Dolphins. You are close. Tampa Bay like. Buccaneers. Oh, very oh. good. Do you remember, Sharon? And I'm not sure if Adam would because he was little. Um, but back in the day, Tampa Bay had like uh, like fighting salmon color. Like that orangey kind of like fighty salmon. Like it was not, it was was not, not white with a sh- as a, no. as a uniform. Yeah. As a uniform, Sharon. Uniform. Do you Uniformly remember? speaking, Kelly. Exactly. But do you remember it? It was not magical. Kinda. And then I want to say maybe ten years ago ish, they've changed to like that 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 uh, sparkly pewter and like red, like it's fierce yes. now. Yeah, I like it now. A it might have even been a bit longer than that since they've changed, but yeah. But I remember back in like the day in the nineties, not not happening. Back in the day. Yep. Um, so that was my sport questions. You're welcome. Well, and we did you. not get anything right. Zero. By we, the way, <laughs> quick shout out to Rachel. Uh, as we know, she sends us messages every week. She recaps the entire show in her message. And she actually, I love it, because I think it was last week or the week before where I had asked a question that I'd already asked. And she goes, yes, Kelly, you've asked that one before. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Are we doing listener mail now or do we jump to billboards? What are we doing? Uh, let's do billboards then and listener mail. Okay. Great. Actually, and then, you know what? I think after you do billboards, you're going to need to go into Diddy because I think it'll be a nice segue. Okay. That's yeah. a fair. There was lots of love for Janet because that was her birthday weekend. So her, oh, was yeah. her, her birthday was the, the 16th and uh, the awards were the 15th and she looked amazing. So Sharon, I know you haven't had a chance to see this yet, but you have to see the ensemble that she was yeah. wearing. She looked absolutely stunning. And you have to see her um her heels that she was wearing, like the oh, yeah? platform. Oh my god, they're sick. If you actually go to her Instagram at Janet Jackson, they put a little video of her coming out of the hotel getting ready to be driven to the uh, arena. Yeah. And uh she just stunning. And she was so eloquent um with her commentary for Mary like it was, you could yeah. tell that she was really excited to have Mary win this honor, which was That's really cool. cool. And it was so cool to see these two legendary artists like on stage together, showing the love for each other. It was great. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard thing to do, you know. They, I think, the industry for a long time uh, relied on creating tension between artists 
as a as a means of like you know find your camp and support that artist but man there's so much music in the world that we miss that you know when you're just fighting for one one or two people and you don't have to fight you can like whatever you like mm-hmm. and you don't want to miss anything i should also so. mention too when janet was announced to come out because again it was a big surprise like her her hardcore fans knew about 24 hours in advance that she was in vegas so that the likelihood of her showing up at the billboards was kind of high but it hadn't been announced like nobody knew who was going to present mary with the icon award and when janet came out people kept clapping so long that like she had to kind of wait again for them to stop so she could mm-hmm. she could start and one of the people that was losing their minds was doja cat like she oh, was cool. she was doing this like she had her hands up to her like she was like i can't believe it like it was really it's so cool to see artists that are like you know at the top of the world right now on top of the charts like a doja cat seeing yeah. janet and going bananas that's cool yeah i have that's a commentary cool. about the host by the way oh yeah so Diddy P. Diddy Sean Combs was the uh, the host and the executive producer. Yeah. And I love him. You know, I think he's great. And he's obviously a very astute businessman because he's like a billionaire and all that kind of stuff. And he has announced, like he did announce um, that he's coming back with new music, which I think will be great. Mm-hmm. And that I know you have a, a story coming up. But I wanted to say that he totally went off the rails at the beginning of the award show and said that he didn't want the teleprompter, that award shows are boring, that he was going to liven it up. And all that stuff. Um, but then he proceeded to, to spend like the next, you know, 90 seconds to three minutes basically shouting out how awesome he was. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like, like, I don't even think he knew that he was doing it. Like, it was just so funny because he was like, and I changed the game or whatever he would, was saying, you know. Uh, and that's then, why we uh, have a script. <laughs> yeah. And then I kept thinking because as you and I know, Sharon, and so does Adam being a producer, like, and even I think one at one point um, addressed the producers like saying like don't talk to my in my ear like I'm doing I'm doing my thing you know mm-hmm. but but I kept oh thinking God. to myself somebody should tell him to stop yeah like, wrap it up like get, get to the get to the awards <laughs> so but but you can't you can't, you just kind of have to love him because he's so like flamboyant and like woo and he's like ready to party and have a good time and he did spread a lot of uh, joy and love for the artist which was cool. I'm down with confidence because you need it in any business, mm-hmm. in any any area of your life. But there's sometimes where it's okay for other people to say nice things about you. And it comes off as more genuine when you can just receive the compliments, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, P. He had, some, he had some great costume changes also. Oh, good. He always has great fashion. Yeah. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Yeah, yeah. Just one branch of his... Uh, his uh, entrepreneurialism. Yeah. Huh? And yes. before you launch into a story, I will say that he gave out some good advice. He said to his, you know, the fans and the people there, he said, don't ever forget about your first love. And he said, my first love is music, so I'm getting back to it. So there wow. you go. Brand new album, probably the first, I think it's 16 years since the last album called Press Play will be coming out on his brand new label. The label is called Love Records. So it's all about love. His first love music. New album, long Isn't time. Isn't that crazy, though, that his last album was, I believe, 2006, Press Play? That was his last album. That's crazy. Press Play was the last yeah. album? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I thought Press Play was the new one. Sorry, the new one. Okay. My bad. I thought I read that wrong. Um, I'm not up with my P. Diddy info. <laughs> and I thought Press Play was the new one coming out. So uh, I guess the important part of this story is, uh, A, that there's a new label, which will mean, B, more work for uh, P. Diddy, but also within the busy schedule... Um, he found time to change his middle name. 
So I guess he's done enough changing of his name in all. Mm -hmm. But uh, in case you've forgotten, John was his middle name. It's now Love. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he Brother Love for a hot minute like two years ago? Remember that? There was he. There was somebody else called Brother Love. Yeah, we talked. Uh, we talked about it on the show that because because he it was like this big cryptic announcement. Like I'm changing my name, and then he was like Brother Love for like nine minutes. Like, come on, dial it back, pal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what I liked what about what he said about the album? He says for the label, I'm focused on creating timeless R and B music with the next generation of artists and producers. Motown is a perfect partner for his album, and he's excited to add it to his legacy. So that's cool. I think it'll and be amazing legacy. him with Motown. Like I think that's a great fit. And absolutely yeah. and I cannot wait to hear because you know, he knows many things, clearly. He's a billionaire. Um, but he knows how to pick the right songs for people. Mm-hmm. And he knows how to find the right sample, usually, to build that song around. So I think this could be good. Hopefully he'll manage, uh, you know, some humility in there also. I think yeah. Motown knew a thing or two before P. Diddy was even born. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he and Kanye can't be in the same room together because their head won't fit through the door. <laughs> Not enough oxygen for the rest of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what did I want to tell? Well, you know what else we talked about? Uh, this is kind of a quick story about the Gallagher brothers, Noel and Liam, mm-hmm. um, that after all this time of talking about their feud, that it's been about 10 years since they've actually seen each other. Wow. So that's the surprising, not so surprising bit of information. Because uh, I guess time flies when you're having fun or not. Uh, Liam Gallagher said the last time he saw Noel was at a football match about 10 years ago. It's a shame, isn't it? Is what he said. And then added, quote, the good times outweigh the bad times. I think it's best to just leave it at that. End quote. He, didn't he also say later on in that article that, um, that he, you know, he mentioned how everyone said how big the band is, but that there was more work to be done and it's too bad they didn't do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They weren't done. And their egos got in the way, yeah. as is usually the case. Yeah. Um, no egos for Winona Judd. Likely their family taken out at the knees with uh, the passing of Naomi. Uh, but the shows will go on. They had 10 dates booked to start at the end of September. And Winona made the announcement during a tribute to Naomi the other night saying, I will continue to sing. I said I would. So I've made a decision and I thought I'd share it on national television. That after a lot of thought, I'm going to have to honor her and do this tour. She did go on to say, I'm just going to have to because that's what you would want. And Bono once told me, give them what they want, not what you want. Mm. Great quote. That's that's encouraging. Kind of pushes you through when you need the push. Yeah. And I think, I she think it'll be push. great. She's going to kill it. She's such a rock star. I love Winona. Like, no she's kidding. fierce. Yeah. It's amazing to watch. We were watching some of those clips. Maybe that's what we were doing on Sunday also in between the Junos and, <laughs> and, and not uh, watching playoff billboard. hockey and not watching Billboard. <laughs> there was a lot going on for one night, that's for sure. But uh, watching her uh, conduct herself in that uh, arena of people just there to support the family, uh, remember Naomi, and we'll get that show. Uh, I'm not sure what the date is on that, that we'll get it, that we won't have to watch little clips on YouTube. We'll get to see the whole show. And it's kind of wild that uh, we're coming up on 32 years since the release of Love Can Build a Bridge, which was their sixth and final album. Uh, the title track of that one actually is one of those songs that uh, that has lasting impact and remains as important today as it ever was. 
Uh, so with that in mind, I figure 32 years, we can go back to the very beginning of our favorite decade for our 90s rewind. Perfect. Yeah, yeah bro. Uh, 1990 it is. So you've got uh, the Judds on the mind. That's fine. How about we put a little Roxette in the mix? Ooh. Roxette found their way onto the soundtrack of Pretty Woman with It Must Have Been Love. That song, too. Quite timeless. Um, how about Aerosmith? There's another survivor yep. of the band. Uh, they always had a way with uh, rock and the power ballad and what it takes fit the bill. That from the pump album. Um, and talk about big ballads. Michael Bolton also took on the tough questions. How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? How? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Um, and you know what? You can't have a 1990 rewind. Not bring up Janet A. Kelly. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh. uh, is that all right with you? It's all right. with me. <laughs> yeah, how, you know what? How could you not remember the fun that Janet Jackson brought with All Right? It was happening quite a lot around this time, which would have been around her birthday at that time. And if we can wrap up this 90s rewind with some sound advice, the hits just keep on coming. Belle Biv DeVoe, the classic Never Trust a Big Button a Smile. <laughs> <laughs> poison still holds up so does the wisdom that comes along with that lyric and you can hear the influence on guys like bruno mars through bell biv devoe now you know and that's your 90s rewind perfecto um before i get to listener mail two things about the janet so she the night before billboard she um saw bruno mars and anderson pack their show nice. in vegas and of course, she was backstage, and and uh, both Bruno and Anderson took a picture with her, and they both like posted it to their Instagrams, losing their marbles that they were with wow. Miss Jackson, which was very cool. That's um, neat. She also had a birthday celebration, which was very cool, and it was crazy. The people that were at her birthday celebration: Usher, Jermaine Dupree, Jimmy Jam. Um, who else? The list goes. The list goes on. Like the list goes on. Who was at this this birthday party for her? And it's just like I love that people just love you know celebrating Miss Jackson. Yeah. And and so um and also by the way I'm not going to give the surprise away too much but I recently spoke to um I'll call her a former colleague of Janet's. Uh, she'll be focused on one of our upcoming Kelly Alexander show interviews, and I've never had her on the show before, and um. It was amazing to hear her say, basically, and I'm paraphrasing, but Jen, it's everything that you hope her to be and more, which was like, she's like, like, cause she's like, I've worked with a lot of other artists and she's like, not everybody, like what their public persona is, mm -hmm. is not what you always get behind the scenes. Wow. And uh, with Janet, it's, it's, it's that. That's awesome. So I thought that was cool. And so listener mail, first of all, a little ginger bear action for Adam. Uh-oh. Uh, he still says you're gorgeous, Adam. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe give a little wink to ginger bear over in New Zealand. <laughs> um, and then also we got uh, – so for our listeners, our OG, Kentucky Shane, who's been with us since like the beginning of time since we started the show, um, he has finally started to watch us. Oh, cool. Uh, on our visual podcast. And he said that when he saw us the other day and um, got his shout out, that it was on a day that he needed it. So I thought that was, that was really cool. So, Shane, we love you. And then, uh, Thanks, Shane. Sharon, this is the big news for you. Um, Ooh, big news. Your, your uh, listener, Carolyn Jones, 
who yes. uh, listens to you on the actual radio station, Shom. She's good uh, people. She's good people. So she's now started watching our podcast, our visual podcast. And cool. Hi, Carolyn. She, and she uh, loves it so much. Um, and she says we have a great vibe and a, a whole cool. And she loves Adam. She loves me. She loves, obviously, she loves Sharon. And uh, she said that she has now passed it along to her trivia fans or friends. Yeah. Oh, cool. So she's like, I think we're, we're going to have a bunch more people watching the uh, the show from Sh- Sharon's trivia show. So, Well, that's fun. That was a thing that we did uh, in the pandemic when that whole thing started, when the lockdown happened and we had nowhere to go and nothing to do. I started doing trivia, as did you, mm-hmm. on your station. Uh, and what happened with us, we stayed every week for 79 wow. uh, rounds of trivia. Like, uh, we missed a couple of occasions. Maybe I was on vacation and didn't have good Wi-Fi. Uh, we did, did I take, I think I took Christmas Eve off in those times, but we did New Year's Eve ones, which was super fun. Um, and then I got a new job and the thought of, uh, I couldn't, I, I couldn't grasp it. I couldn't put it all together to keep trivia going and then, you know, get up at 10 to 4 in the morning every day. Um, it's not uh, completely shut down, but they've created their own little thing. This group, the Trivia Fam, that they have weekly trivia. So it's super cool that this great big group of people that came together uh, through COVID and through just wanting to, you know, do something fun, which was the whole reason why we did trivia. Uh, that that this it's this big thing that they do every week. So I think it's really I'm I'm proud to be uh, associated with that kind of positivity. That's awesome. That was my big news, Sharon. Well, I love it. Thanks, Kel. Yep. Thanks, Carolyn. Thanks, Trivia Fam. (laughs) Thank you, Sharon. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, you guys. (laughs) Uh, And thank you guys, everybody, for finding us wherever it is that you do. If it's it's on YouTube, thanks. If it's uh, wherever you find your podcast, thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. Wherever you are in the world, hey, let us know where you are in the world. Uh, And uh, ultimately, thank you very much for listening. 290s now. Still happening.